0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour, back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. I hope you're doing good, hope you're doing well this Tuesday, closing in on Arsenal's next game on Saturday of course uh, and looking forward to seeing plenty more of our rivals slip up, fingers crossed, in the next few days as midweek gets underway and obviously we're getting into the realms of european football coming back too so there are going to be plenty more fixtures for our rivals to worry about but not us because of course not being in european competition we just have the league to focus on thank you for joining me in the chat box as always good morning to everybody all over the world or good afternoon or good evening depending on where you are of course manu good morning to you stevie martin anthony in the chat box john t Thracian king Matt g dave lennon adam Good morning to you, Anthony, Mark, Sampson, uh, Olu, Marcus, Steve Stone, uh, Jonathan, Mike, Paul, Mohammed, Temi, Colin, Bradley. Good morning to all of you, David, Ricky, Liam, Tears of Disgust, uh, Chia Dozie, uh, Drew Vrathavaries, good morning to everybody. Sorry, I can't say everyone's names, otherwise, I would be here for a significantly long time. Um Without further ado, though, let's crack on with today's show by telling you, as always, to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. Link is in the description on our way now to 9,000 subscribers. In fact, I need to do an updated image because we are closing in on that total. I'll be live over there with Bailey at 9:30 this morning to discuss even more Arsenal news with the help of you guys in the chat box. Two double dosage of TC this morning. Um, Uh, And also, please, if you haven't done so already, uh, go and click the link in the description to Vinny's charity to give him some support on his way to the £10,000 target. I need to check because it may have actually hit 9,000 by this point, but uh, please do continue to help Vinny. Uh, by clicking the link and donating Um, bad news kicks off the morning I say bad news it's not wildly bad news the uh, under 23s lost their PL cup game against West Brom 4-1 they had to avoid a defeat by at least four goals uh, to still progress through the tournament from the group stage and thankfully they just ever so slightly uh, avoided that uh, losing 4-1 so they lost by three goals of course which means they do still progress from the group stage as second Plays team in that group West Brom doing fantastically well topping the group to be fair and Arsenal had a very decent team the likes of Rekic and Hutchinson and Aziz all played uh, and plenty more familiar faces to the team but uh, unfortunately West Brom were far far better on the day but hopefully Arsenal can turn things around as they progress through the tournament Jack Wilshire is being linked with a move away uh, and looks like he could end up moving to Italy now we know that he was training with a number of sides across the continent before returning to Arsenal. And Serie B side, Como. And there are some sides in the Greek Super League that are said to be interested in taking Jack Wilshere on a deal until at least the end of the season. Didn't ever look like he was going to be signing for Arsenal. That was kind of made very clear by Mikel Arteta that he would not be returning to the club or signing any kind of deal despite the interviews and the positive words about the player and how he'd been getting on with the first team. It just hasn't seemingly been the way that he would sign a deal with Arsenal. It looks like he could be getting a deal elsewhere and probably abroad. He's always talked about playing abroad and it's something that he would be open to. Perhaps that is closing in very, very soon. Our next story talks about Armando Broja, And obviously, Chris Wheatley of Football.London reported yesterday that uh, Armando Bro- I think it was two days ago now, Armando Broja was being monitored by Arsenal. A report surfaced yesterday from the Express and via Hard Tackle that uh, actually... It's something that he would be open to is moving to Arsenal because you think about with Chelsea, you've got Lukaku, you've got Werner, you've got Havertz, you've got Pulisic, all players that can play in a central role if necessary. And Bregia would not be looking to get anywhere close to the starting lineup. whereas at Arsenal... It's a very different story. Only a follower in Balogun will be at the club at this moment in time in the summer, with Arsenal needing to replace Bamiang, and Lacazette and Nketiah. So there is a much easier route for Breuer to get into that Arsenal first team. Arsenal probably will need to sign two forwards in the summer. The quoted figure was always around 25 million pounds for Southampton, although that could be significantly higher for Arsenal. One that's going to run and run, I think, until the summer window opens. Now, really interesting story as per the Athletic drop yesterday. Only a few days after Mikel Arteta had spoken specifically about the, the need to basically call out referees in england and the premier league is looking to try and improve the refereeing standards across the premier league really interesting considering the fact that uh, richard garlic who is the arsenal um i think head of football operations is his role as it's being described now he left the premier league and the man that's coming to replace him is actually looking to improve refereeing standards using the same technique and the same kind of methods that was done to improve homegrown quotas and homegrown players in the country that has seen England reach the final of the Euros and the semi finals of the World Cup. So it's a tried and tested policy that hopefully will have a massive impact. And for Arsenal fans in particular, Fingers crossed we see a big improvement regarding kind of the, the refereeing standards because Arsenal have definitely fallen foul to this of late. I think we can all agree on that. Our penultimate story of the day, though, is on Mauro Icardi. Now, this story dropped just after we went live on yesterday morning show, so I'm sure plenty of you have already been discussing this. But supposedly Arsenal turned down the chance to sign Mauro Icardi in an exchange with pierre Mikabamiang, Aubameyang, who PSG were interested in signing before he joined Barcelona. I'm very happy that this didn't happen. I'm not a big fan of Icardi. I'm not a big fan of him from a personal standpoint or from a footballing standpoint. His stock has definitely Decreased significantly since he left Inter Milan. It's just not really worked out in Liga for him. And I know he's competing with the likes of Neymar and Mbappe, etc. But it just has not worked out for Icardi. Uh, I spoke to my colleague Bailey, of course, who were doing the uh, Arsenal Way show a little bit later on this morning. He pointed out that for six months it may have been beneficial to us, which I do understand. Same for Morata. And I, I think Morata would have been a fine signing for six months, no longer than that, to give us a little bit more firepower. But... There's just so many kind of social issues surrounding Icardi that I'm just not sure that he would have been the right player for us to bring in, even for a short space of time. And to be honest, I'm fine with us sticking with what we've got hopefully into the end of the season and hoping that he gets us where we need to go and our final story is that Arsenal are said to be interested in AC Milan's and former Lille striker Rafael Liao yes another former Lille player that Arsenal are interested in I say striker he can play in a number of positions can play left wing can play centre forward can play right wing really versatile front uh, kind of forward player that I know Arsenal would do very well to get hold of we need someone that's got this versatility about themselves in the forward line it's something if you remember the show that I did with Clive earlier in the uh, January window we talked about the need for a possibly a wide forward that can play in multiple positions and support the striking role if necessary Raphael Leal is certainly a player that I think fits that mould and would certainly give plenty to Arsenal's quality in the attack if Arsenal can get hold of him it would be a massive coup for the club but what I would say is that AC Milan would not let him go without a fight and with that that is all of today's news which means we move on to the questions in the chat box so if you do indeed have any questions that you'd like to ask throw them into the chat box now Okay, let's jump into the chat and see what you guys are saying. Uh, Has the interest in Jonathan David cooled off? No, it hasn't, Uh, Prabod, not, not as far as I'm aware. The Arsenal are still very much interested in Jonathan David. The only difference being now is that we're in a situation where the transfer window's closed. So you're not seeing those links pop up. Arsenal's still very much interested in him. It's just not being reported because the transfer window's closed and we'll probably have to wait until the summer before those concrete links start up once again. Um, Joe says, do you think the potential signing of a Breuer, however likely that would be, would block the development of Martinelli? Martinelli supposedly has been training in the number nine position for Arsenal in the last few weeks or so, and whilst away in that warm weather training camp. I'm never a big fan of using this as an argument anymore about blocking the path of possible development of younger players. If Arsenal have the ability to bring in someone that upgrades on the current squad and that would improve us, Arsenal do need to be a bit more ruthless in the market than they have been in the past. So I don't really have an issue with that. And I don't think that necessarily Broglie would block the path of Martinelli, who can play in both a wide position and seemingly possibly in the future, a central position to a very good level. Adam says, uh, what is Raphael Leal's contract situation? It's a solid question. Let's have a quick check on what his contract situation is. His contract runs out in 2024, so he'll have two years left on his current AC Milan deal. He moved from Leal for £26.5 million in 2019. Uh, and at £31.5 million, pounds, according to Marks, his market value, I think he would cost closer to 50 if you wanted to get him out of AC Milan. A deal that I think would probably be very, very worth it. Um, Marcus says, feels like ages since you've mentioned Vlaovic. Are you okay, Tom? It's just not needed to talk about him. He's gone to Juve and things are going mixed right now. Apparently missed a bit of a sitter in their game against Atalanta the other day. Uh, Drew says, what do you think of Martin Satriano from Inter Milan? A player that I, again, have no knowledge of. Martin Satriano, 20-year-old centre-forward, uh, has played a few games for Inter Milan. Uh He's coming from Stad Brest or he's... Yeah, so he's he's on loan at Stad Brest this season. Uh, played three games in Liga, scored two goals. Is he only just gone on loan? Is that why? Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, it does look like that is the case. Uh, came and started in a 5-1 win over Trois. Scored twice. Don't know much about him, um, but one that maybe we need to keep our eye on. I know that Inter Milan have got uh, a few decent young strikers on their books that people are rating very, very highly. Uh, Amandeep says, Liao, David, Isaac, DCL, Ozimen, Breuer. Choose two. I go with Ozimen and Liao. Uh, I would go for... Uh, One that you've not named on that list. I would go for David and Patrick Schick as my two strikers that I would like to see Arsenal being brought in. But if you told me that it was Liao and Schick, I would also be very happy with that. King says, Would you be happy with Breuer and Jonathan David as centre-forward strikers this summer? I wouldn't be unhappy with that. Uh, I think that's a very good bit of business, bringing in both of those two young players, fit the mould of what we're looking to do, different in their characteristic styles. Uh, So yeah, I think I would be happy with that. I don't think I would be bowled over by Breuer being the other striker that we bring in. But, you know, to be a backup, not a bad option whatsoever. Uh says Tom does your jumper have a zigzag design or do I need to get my eyes checked yes it, it does uh, <laughs> it does indeed your screen isn't kidding you uh, Manu says I'm not kidding but looking at the difference Luke De Jong makes for Barca do you agree with me that he should be first choice over Torres Depay and Alba Would you want that type as a number one or two choice? Manu, I think what we need to understand is that Arsenal have to add a strike with some aerial threat to their game. We've lacked that at Arsenal since Olivier Giroud left the club. And we haven't really replaced that same aerial threat since he moved on. So whilst we need to bring in two forwards, at least one of them needs to have that aerial ability to their game and that definite height in their game as well we all follow the arsenal thank you so much for becoming a member says no clubs wish to do a fergie or wenger era again in terms of length of stay so what is a sensible amount of time for a manager to stay at a club we say that look at how long jürgen Klopp has been at liverpool a significantly long time if you're successful you stay and that's kind of the difference as soon as things go sour as soon as arteta really does fall away and i know that people might say back to back eighth place finishes that's already kind of happening but as we see where we finish this season maybe it's fourth maybe it's fifth let's wait and see where we finish if say they keep him on and then we fall back away and finish eighth again that's when you change but if he stays fourth continues to push us towards our targets then you you stay unless the manager specifically wants to move on. We'll have to wait and see what happens, mate. Uh, Alan says, Tottenham have lost three in a row and play Man City away this weekend. Lol, no question. Just a really good statement. Mr. J says, do you think we should go for an older, experienced striker as backup since we have so many young players in forward positions? Um, The argument about adding experience to the team is is absolutely a fair one, and you don't look at many successful teams across Europe without them having a significant number of well-traveled and experienced players in the team however what i would say is that if a player is good enough they're good enough and so if you're adding say an experienced striker what do you count as experience is experience as a factor overrated i think someone like a patrick schick at 26 years of age that's played for roma played for rb leipzig now by leverkusen playing for czech republic in the world cup and in the uh, european championships i think that's an absolutely fair signing to make and would have plenty of experience and know-how to the side so maybe a mid-20s kind of striker would work as well as a young player like a david or a brewer or someone along those lines uh cyrus says i've always been very impressed with ruben neves performances this calendar year who would you pick between him and tielemans i still lean towards tielemans because i think he's Someone that would add a lot of dynamism to our team. But if you told me that it was going to be Ruben Neves, I would still be very, very happy about that. Rancy Pumpkin says, thoughts on Okafor from Salzburg. He's a player that can play right wing, can play other positions too. Arguably centre forward, but more married to that right-hand side. I think that he's probably not of the same kind of level developmentally as Adeyemi or Holland or uh, an upper Meccano coming through Salzburg. Uh, I think he's more of the level that you'll see him move to the Bundesliga with, say, maybe Leverkusen to replace Abbey in the future, or, yeah, someone along that kind of level. Uh, I'm not sure Arsenal, though, is the level that Okafor will reach. But I could be wrong, and maybe I'll prove wrong, and I hope that he does, because, you know, he's got talent. I'm just not sure he's of that same kind of level. Jack says, do you think Lucas Paqueta could do a job in midfield? Arguably, not even in midfield, because he's playing very far forwards for Lyon right now. And yes, he's an absolutely brilliant footballer. I'm sure he would add plenty to Arsenal's team. Thracian King says, Tom, why don't we set up an agreement with Lille as kind of a partner club? We seem to like players from there, and we could potentially send the young players on loan. Why, would be my question, would Lille want to do that? They don't need to do that. They've got an excellent record of buying and selling. Yes, of course, uh, Luis Campos that was there in kind of a recruitment figure role helped a lot. But even after he's gone, they've managed to sell players on pretty well. And they're expected to sell players pretty well too. I'm just going to close this blind because there we go. Much better. Um, So I don't know why Lille would be tempted to enter into any kind of partnership because they don't need to you you say there that they could receive some young players on loan but are those young players going to improve on what they've already got arguably not uh let's scroll down a little bit more to the questions that i'm missing uh any news about tommy's injury harvey not until Mikel arteta's press conference which will probably be on thursday i imagine you'll be able to watch that on the arsenal way as always Um, Manu says have you been keeping up with Toyn Coop Miners well I have and he has been huge for Atalanta he's seriously everywhere would you take him or would you rather have a more refined player I mean arguably Toyn Coop Miners has been pretty refined for a period of time I like his game I like his passing I like the way in which he influences matches refined does kind of indicate that he's kind of the finished article which takes time for all players to reach but I, I still feel like a lot of his game is is very good, so to say that he wouldn't be refined may be a bit harsh, but yes, I would be interested in Toyn miners, especially after he's proven now at Serie A level that he can do it. Uh, Let's go to James, uh, who says, hey Tom, do you give us any hope of finishing above Chelsea? Not really, James, Um, to be honest, I know that we're a lot closer than people think that we are because of the games in hand, but we have to win those games in hand, so... I don't think uh, it would be the right move. Albrecht says, have you read the interview with Tyler Adams in The Athletic yesterday? makes me want him even more. I haven't, but I will now. So thank you for pointing that out to me, mate. I will definitely try and catch that one. Ronald says, would you choose as wide goal scoring forwards now that Diaz went to Liverpool? Who would you choose? Um, Rafael Liao, someone we've talked about today, plays in the wide position, scoring plenty of goals for AC Milan. Don't know why he wouldn't be a good option for Arsenal to bring into the club. Really solid, solid player in that position. Zahna says, sin yesterday that we are linked with Kokchu from Feyenoord. Would you be happy with him and Tielemans as our new centre midfield options next season? Uh, Kokchu's a player that's been linked with Arsenal for a significant amount of time. Uh, he's been at Feyenoord, he's been linked with moves to Turkey, been linked to the Bundesliga, been linked to the Premier League. Um, is he the right type of player that we want? We've got Smith Rowe. We've got Odegaard. Do we need another attacking midfielder? I'm not so sure. That's the, kind of the priority of what we need. But uh, so I think I would lean towards more of going for a wide forward, Zander than investing in a, in a culture. Um Tom, given uh, Samia says Tom, given Xhaka's position in the recent games, do you think Neves is not the player that we would want? Ironically, Samuel, I think that even more he would be the type of player that we want because Granite Jack has played. Slightly ahead of Thomas Partey. And I can see Ruben Neves occupying that position slightly ahead of Partey. Like he occupies the midfield slightly ahead of Dendonka. I feel like he can play that role really, really well. So funnily enough, Samuel, I think Xhaka's slight positional change we saw against Wolves would suit Ruben Neves even more at Arsenal. Do I want him now Is a little bit of a salty crybaby though? Not so sure. Benji says I'm all for Tulemans, but there are some worries about his defensive output. How do you think Arteta would plan to address that? Probably by putting Thomas Partey behind him and allowing him to be more creative and less uh, emphasis on his defensive side of his game. When you've got a player of Tuleman's ability and how good he is at passing and progressing the ball and shooting from range I think that Arteta would look to get the most of his positives rather than focus on improving the negatives because you have got you can improve the negatives of a player by removing them from the equation and bringing in somebody else. I know that this is a little bit of a shorter show than usual, um, but I've got a few things to pick up before I start my shift at nine, so apologies for that. There hopefully will be a Twitter space this evening. I will update to you as whether there will be one or not. Do tune in, drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and as always, up the Arsenal.